say the game is getting old Monday morning and your coffee's cold Life is not what you want to Hello everyone and welcome to A New Direction. My name is Jay Izzo and oh, we have got another great show. Uh, here's the deal. I, I, I go back. I can go back to music. I love, there was certain music that I loved, right? There was one little kitschy song that I remember. I can't remember who wrote it. I can't remember actually who sang it, but I will try to get through the lyrics. Everybody was kung fu fighting. You know, the, the, the fists were fast as lightning, okay? And and the re- and that song just rang with me this whole week as I'm reading uh, this book that we're going to talk about today, uh, Business Kung Fu uh, by Craig Cook. It's his first book, Modern Strategy, Ancient Truth. I, I, I want to say something about this book because when I first got it, I, I looked at it. I said, okay, well, you know, it's clever. You know, we'll see what it looks like, right? Wow. I dug into this thing, right? And it's not real long. Okay, first of all, it's not, it's, a, it's a sit down, it's a short flight read, right? That, that, you know, if I was to evaluate you, you got a short little trip flight, you know, and, and you want to take something with you and you want something to help you grow and learn and motivate yourself and get yourself a little bit better space no matter where you're at in your business. Can I tell you something? Great read. Just a great read for that purpose. It's that purpose. Well, I kept thinking about it because I was thinking, and Craig's got pictures in here of him and his days breaking bricks and the whole thing, and it's really kind of cool and everything like that, right? And all I kept thinking was that song in my head, everybody's kung fu fighting. Well, this is business kung fu. And listen, he's going to take the martial art of kung fu, or gung fu, because we'll learn about that as well. And what he's going to do, he's going to help us understand the principles of that martial art and how it applies to your business. It's powerful, people, because it's mind, body, spirit. There are five elements that we're going to dig into, starting with passion, discipline, and working our way all the way around to faith. It's it's going to be powerful. And I just want to just tell you, so hang in there with us. Before we get do that, though, let's do what we do every week. We are four-part people, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual people. And the fact of the matter is, if we're not working on ourselves every day, we're dying because we're not growing. We don't stay static. We have to be doing something every day to work in those areas. And what we'd like to do on the show, if you're new to watching us on TV, DBTV viewers, thanks for watching us, watching us live all over. Thanks for doing that. If you're listening to us on radio coast to coast. Thanks for doing that. Podcasters, thank you for listening to us that way too. Here's the thing. If you're not joining us, we have a scale system, scale of one to 10, one being this area of my life is ugh, and 10, this area of my life is outstanding. Can't get any better. So let's take the physical area. If you were to evaluate yourself on a scale of one to 10, five being average on you know, eating right, getting enough exercise, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, what grade would you give yourself? Now look, whatever that number is, I don't want you to be alarmed and say, well, golly, Jay, I'm only a three. Okay, it's a starting place. That's not where you end, right? This is where we're starting from and what we could do to improve, right? And that's true of all the areas. So that's your first number physically. Second number is the mental intellectual number, right? And the fact of the matter is we're going to have to grow in our knowledge and understanding of who we are and in the world around us. We cannot be sitting on a couch expecting that somehow we're just going to absorb material. We have to be an active participant in our learning and our growth, in our knowledge and understanding of ourselves in the world. Great way to do that. Read a book. Right? That's a fabulous way to do that. But there are many ways. You listen to a book. 
Take some notes from that book. And then don't just read the book. Apply it back to your life. Take up a foreign language. Learn a new instrument. Do something that actively exercises your mind for growth. All right. What's your number? That's your second number. Third number is emotional. And let me just say something. There's a lot written about emotional intelligence, emotional quotients, and we make it very simple here on the show. We're going to evaluate yourself emotionally in two areas. One is how well are you able to control your emotions under stress and pressure? Or when you're in a business fight, which Craig is going to talk about. Because emotional control is huge in those moments. But then here's the other thing that Craig talks about in his book. And this is the second part of the emotional piece. How well are you able to tap into and understand the emotions of others? See, Craig is going to talk a little bit about listening at some point. It's, it's a lost art. And there is a Chinese symbol for listening that I remember uh, through my studies years ago uh, and that I taught on that listening requires not just our ears but our heart and our entire being. It's called active listening. And Craig is going to talk about a little bit about the importance of that for sure in, as part of Business Kung Fu. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you say you're doing emotionally? And then finally is the spiritual part. And many people don't like me talking about the spiritual part part of it, but the fact of the matter is, you know what? We are spiritual beings. Uh, Craig talks about the human spirit and the spirit to connect. And uh, we oftentimes will talk about the spirit in terms of mind, will, and emotions, right? The combination of that, our soul. But the fact of the matter is we all live by faith every single day. You wake up in the morning, you drink a cup of coffee, you believe it's not poisonous. You push your button on your car, you believe it's going to start. You make plans for your future, believing that they're going to happen. You walk across the crosswalk when it says walk, believing that no car is going to hit you. Everything that we do is a step of faith. It's spiritual in the end. But then there is that human spirit that goes beyond what your body says that it can do. And we all want to connect with each other, and we do that on a deeper level, and that's spiritual. And then, you know, what brings you back to peace and centeredness? Is it God? Is it meditation? Is it nature? Is it something else? And how's it working for you? So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate yourself in that area? Those four areas are like the air in the tires of your car. If one of the tires is too low, right, the car becomes difficult to steer, and you can do damage to the car over time. If all four tires are too low, what happens is, is that you'll ruin the car, right? So we want to bring our tires to the right height and the right level so that we run smoothly. Speaking of someone who does that, his name is Craig Cook. He is a successful entrepreneur who had the foresight to start a digital-first company uh, long before digital-first, digital transformation, and other buzzwords of today that were created. Uh, with extremely limited resources, he started his company with a couple of friends from college, and over the years of struggle and adaptation, the company was sold to a world-class digital creative agency in 2019. Today, Craig shares his business wisdom, experience, and expertise in, in, the, in, in three key areas, executive leadership, brand development, and marketing communications. He continues his training in martial arts and is pursuing a doctorate of Chinese energy medicine. Uh, Craig incorporates his skills, knowledge, and expertise in energetic practices in the world of business. And that led to Craig's first book, Business Kung Fu, Fu. Uh, which is a success mindset book, and it really is a success mindset book, and he admits that. 
uh, geared for entrepreneurs and executives. The business book serves as a tool for business owners to aid them in their entrepreneurial journey. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to A New Direction and welcome to the first time uh, to the show, Craig Cook. Craig, welcome to A New Direction. Thank you, Coach Jay. Uh, wow, that was awesome. That was an awesome introduction and everything that you spoke about for the past few minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm on board. It's uh, fantastic. That's that's wonderful. Just great, great statements. Well, thank you. And uh, you know, that's something we did. That's something I came did from the very beginning of the show, and I've done it every show, and I continue to do it because I believe in it. And I believe it's true. And it's so funny how when I say those four things, I find those four things in every book. And your book certainly hits those four areas. Um, so let's dig right into it. Uh, you, you said this book is, in the introduction, you said the book is intended to provide insight as to how principles of martial arts can be applied to running our own business. And that there is a that there is an interconnection there that we can find. So then you ask the question, so why martial arts in business? What's the connection? And I think that's a great place to start for our listeners. So why martial arts in business and what's the connection? Yeah, uh, thank you. So for me, uh, my personal experience uh, when I started uh, on the martial arts journey, it was um, a pivotal moment in my life that got me on a solid path, a solid direction, a positive path, right? Just... uh, um, and facing life's challenges. And in business, on an entrepreneurial journey especially, uh, when um, people embark on that entrepreneurial journey, they, you will get challenged as an entrepreneur like nothing else ever. And the ability to overcome those challenges is paramount to success. And that's where uh, the martial arts journey is an extreme parallel to the entrepreneurial journey and facing those challenges and having the, the spirit, the warrior spirit to overcome those challenges. And like you said earlier, uh, the book is a success mindset book. It's really geared towards um, helping. I My intention is to inspire and empower entrepreneurs and business professionals in general to overcome uh, their challenges that they face on their journey. Okay. And, and, I, and I agree with you. The book, the book just oozes that, uh, if I can use that term, oozes, because it certainly does. Uh, And so it is a mindset book. And in fact, chapter one, which is entitled Building a Foundation, uh, the very first uh, headline we have, uh, subtitle is Prepare Your Mindset. Um, And so let's talk about building a foundation and that mindset preparation as we get into it. Help us understand that a little bit deeper. Yeah, absolutely. So with martial arts, that really helped me develop a powerful mindset just for my life in general, just uh, all the training, you know, because it is a mind, body, spirit type of thing that embodies the entire being. And when you're going to embark on an entrepreneurial journey, you know, you really have to ask yourself, uh, why? What, what, what are you after? Why are you going to do this? Um is it for some sort of higher purpose? Is it just for the pursuit of money? You know, there's all these different aspects. But in addition to why, you have to have that mindset to be prepared to face a very long, arduous road. It's it's not a quick, easy thing. You know, some people, maybe they get super lucky and, and things work out. But a lot of those times, 
they crash and burn really fast too. They go up super fast and they crash and burn super fast. Um, with uh, the standard entrepreneurial journey for just the, the vast majority of people out there is a very challenging journey. And you have to have the right mindset to have the, the staying power to be able to persevere and to last. So, you know, what you're really preparing the mind to go out on the journey. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Because it's not going to be, you know, just a cakewalk. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So this leads us into the five elements of entrepreneurship. And in, interestingly, yeah. I, I, and th- this is what was interesting. You start with passion and then discipline, then expertise, then uh, confidence, and then faith. And then that leads us back to passion again. And you 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 say to start with passion, which I think is interesting, uh, because there was a part of me that wanted to go, no, 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 wait, wait, it's got to be faith. But so help us understand why you say it's it's passion that you start with first. Sure. And yeah, that's my um, opinion on where it can start. But really, at the end of the day, it could really start in any of those elements, uh, actually. Um, uh, but I like to think of starting with passion first uh, because passion really is tied to purpose and really defining what your purpose is. And I think in my opinion, it's a great place to start Mm. to really develop that and and then to fuel everything else subsequently. And if we take a step back, this five element model is based on classic Chinese five element theory, which permeates throughout Chinese culture uh, in martial arts and medical systems and spiritual systems in music and food uh, there's the five element system and those five elements happen to be uh, fire earth water metal and wood and those five elements uh, have a certain um, breakdown in everyone's constitution and, and everything is just very sophisticated and at the end of the day it's really about balance but there's various aspects that could be coming into play at any given time. So I think uh, where you say maybe starting with faith would be a great place to start. I wouldn't argue that. I'd say that's great. And in my opinion, it'd be great to take this model, look at it, and embrace it and make it your own. Mm-hmm. So for, for yourself, you, you say, hey, I think faith is a better place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Here's here's what I think. This is why I said it. Just kind of just. Just have some fun with it, right? Because I don't, I, I almost feel like you could start anywhere, honestly, if I were to look at it. Um, I, I, I feel like my purpose comes out of my faith, right? Is, is mm-hmm. how I view that. Um, and that my faith fuels my passion. Mm-hmm. And my passion fuels my discipline. And my discipline wants me to become more of an expert, which develops my confidence which increases my faith. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't argue that one bit. I love it. I think that's a a great way to look at this model and make it your own. And some people might even think of of looking at this model and say they might substitute an element because Mm -hmm. whatever they value and is important to them, they might take an element out and put someone, hey, (laughs) that's cool. As long as it makes sense and it actually works within the model, then that's great. But I love what you just said, and I, I agree with it. 
I want to debate that one bit. Well, I, I wasn't looking for one. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it was, it was, I wasn't looking for one. Honestly, I was just, it was just, I, I was like, yeah. God, maybe we talk about this a little bit because you start. Yeah, I love it. I think that's super cool. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm going to use that as if, as long as you don't mind as an example of, you know, just what different ways to look at it. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. It's very cool. And then you move to chapter two, which is discipline. And I, oh man, I am big about discipline. I, I because I don't think I don't think you can achieve much without it. But talk to us more about discipline and and the importance of discipline in 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 kung fu business business kung fu. Sure, uh, absolutely. And you stated it earlier how passion fuels discipline. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how that went, how you stated the model. That's the way it works. So when you have that passion, and in your case, being fueled by purpose, excellent, it really enables discipline to happen naturally. Um, but there is an additional aspect of where discipline needs to kick in. Because even if you're like, you just love something, and when you love something, it really doesn't feel like work. You, you get up, you're excited, and you get at it. You go, you know, you're... You're doing what you need to do, and you love it, right? Absolutely. But but there's days when we all get tired, right? <laughs> there's days when, you know, life comes with us as a, a, with a surprise that kind of knocks us out of balance in a sense. And there's these days where you need that additional discipline to keep going, you know, to keep, keep moving forward. And I like to look at discipline in three aspects. One... And, it, and it's, I stayed in the book, it sounds funny, <laughs> but it's so essential, it's just showing up. You have to show up every day. And it sounds funny, but I've seen it many times where not everybody shows up every day. And how do you expect to compete out in the world with your business if you're not showing up? You know, just like in a sports game, people have to show up and play on the field. You know, are you, is one going to be a spectator in the stands or are they going to be a participant out on the field? You have to show up. Now, once showing up is in place and someone has that discipline of, of showing up every day, great, uh, then you really have to be productive, right? So you're showing up, awesome, but what are you doing as you show up? Are you just sitting there? <laughs> you got to get busy and, and do things and produce. You have to produce whatever your endeavor, your craft, your, your work is, the, the output that you're creating, you have to produce. The third level is you have to be effective. And then the effectiveness is where you create value for others out of this disciplined work that you're doing. So showing up, being productive, but then also being effective, producing value for others is really how to leverage discipline so that you can build that expertise, that next element, which where there's tons of value that people are actually going to look at that and say, yes, I will pay for that. That's, that's a value to me. Yeah. You know, you know, discipline, you know, you, you gave a, you know, of course the book, the uh, Webster's dictionary version or Oxford Mm -hmm. dictionary version of discipline. But I think, What's really interesting here is you give the kung or gung mm-hmm. in kung fu, which means disciplined work, skill, or achievement, and then fu translates as man, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, by the way, I think it's critical to this book that what if we were to retranslate the book, it would be humans doing disciplined work, 
right? Yes. It, it's, it's That's what, right. It's, it's humans doing disciplined work and, in, yes. and, and enhancing their skill and achieving as a result of that. Yes, yes. And then in this context, we're talking about the world of business. So humans uh, doing disciplined work uh, in their field of business. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I, I just, I just, first of all, I didn't know that prior to this book. So it would, great, cool little insights there. Uh, his name, <laughs> his name is Craig Cook. The book is entitled uh, Business Kung Fu. Um, and we're not fighting, I promise you. We're not, we're not fighting. You're listening to him here on A New Direction. Hey, folks, whether you're recovering from an injury, surgery, suffering everyday aches and pains, maybe having difficulty performing activities of daily living, maybe you're a professional athlete looking to just improve how you move and feel, Elite Elite Team at uh, Epic Physical Therapy will provide you with customized treatment plan tailored for you. So look, when you're ready for your epic relief, epic recovery, and epic results, don't look any further. Go to Epic PT. That's E-P-I-C. PT.com and Linda Craft Team Realtors. Uh, for 39 years, uh, they've been helping the world transition in life. And how do they do that? Well, think about it. Every place you've ever lived has been a life's transition. They know how to take the stress out of that uh, home buying, home selling part of that life transition. So when you're ready to sell your home, buy your next home or your first home. Talk to the folks at Linda Craft Team Realtors. That's lindacraft.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-C-R. AFT.com. And we're back here on A New Direction with uh, my friend, Craig Cook. I'm going to call him friend because I, I love what he writes and he says here. The book, Business Kung Fu, Master Your Craft, Modern Strategy, Ancient Truth. Uh, we're just getting started here. Um, you know, you you and I have talked a little bit about passion and that we talked a little bit earlier about passion and how it fuels discipline and and i think it makes discipline easier uh ultimately yes. when we have passion um sometimes we have to, you know like i i have i have to watch certain things that i eat because i'm concerned because i have diabetes on both sides of my family and i don't want to be a diabetic and i don't want to be on medication so i know that i have to be disciplined about the foods that i intake now, yes. I don't enjoy that. There's no passion about that, right? Yes, I relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, you know, right? Yeah. So, and but the the fact of the matter is, is that when we start a new entrepreneur, and you and I, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. When we start a new company, there are things that we have to do in our business that require discipline. That aren't always fun and that's part of it too isn't it that's right and that's why it's imperative that you still show up even when it's not fun because yeah like you said the passion makes it easier but there's times when that passion can dwindle a bit you know something you know maybe it's other human interactions that start to kind of take away that passion a bit or you're just tired or something just isn't fun and to grind and and you have to uh, embrace discipline and 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 push through to show up, be productive, and be effective. Yeah, and I don't want people to miss the point about the showing up. It's not just about your physical presence being there. It means that you're 100% there. That's right. Right? I mean... That's right. That you, you are in the present, and you are, you are engaged. Right? Yes, and that's where you can be productive, because if you're not present, you're just kind of sitting there, oh, I showed up. But, right. You know, yeah, I'm still tired, and... Uh, let me just go surf the internet for a bit. 
you know, let me go look at the news. Oh, let me go check social. Let me just do this. Let me just do that. And not really getting to the work because you're just, you know, you have to, you have to be, you have to be present. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, you say somewhere in the book, I think it's related to discipline. I think it is here uh, that, you know, when you tell people that when you start, when we tell people that, you know, you start a company, you're basically, there are no holidays. Yeah. Right. And, That's right. and by the way, at the very beginning of it, it's kind of like rust. It never sleeps. You know, we're just, we're just, because you're trying to get new customers, you're trying to, you grow the company, you're trying to find new marketing initiatives, all those type of things. When you explain that to people, that type of discipline, they don't always take it so well, do they? No, and a lot of people truly don't understand it until they actually have to go through it to, yeah. to actually experience it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, that's what I found. People don't understand it, really. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of sleepless nights, <laughs> you know, right. there's, there's a lot of all nighters, uh, you know, it, 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 if, if any of you, if you ever, any of you been to college and you remember finals week and, you know, staying up and pulling all nighters. And I remember taking no-dose. You remember no-dose, the caffeine tablet? Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about them until you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we were taking no-dose caffeine tablets to stay up all night to study for, which I don't know it was really all that helpful. I think it was a habit. But then when you get yeah. into entrepreneurship, it's it's same thing again. You just replaced it with your favorite, you know, energy drink or... You know, yeah. or, or a whole pot of coffee again, you know. Exactly. It's a continuous final. It's just, you know, ongoing week after week, yeah. day after day. Yeah, there are times, speaking of coffee, um, this is probably at the peak of my unhealthy habits, um, probably around 2006 or so. I, I would have two or three coffees during the morning, afternoon at, at work, you know, tall cups of coffee. Right. I'd get home. You know, around whatever, 6.30 or so, 7, have dinner with family. And then once the kids would go to bed at 9 o'clock, I would make a, a pot of coffee, a whole craft pot of coffee, and I'd start my second shift. Right, right. I'd drink that entire pot of coffee, and I'd be up till whatever, 2 or 3 in the morning. I'd crash. I'd be able to crash and go to sleep. It was weird. But then when I'd wake up, I'd be wired. <laughs> and I go so unhealthy. I don't recommend it. Yeah. But that was one of the things that I, um, I don't know. I just just kind of fell into because I was so obsessive uh, about so all in and so obsessive about getting things done. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it. But how? Well, uh, yeah. You get yeah. But that's part of it. It especially mm-hmm. at the beginning. It's just so much a part of it. And. Mm-hmm. It can become an obsession at the expense of others, if we're not careful, and, and at, yes. at the expense of ourselves. That's right. You know, chapter three is learning, and I, I'm I love learning, and mm-hmm. you, you say learning is so important. Uh, I don't care if you're five years old or fifty. At yes. any age, there's always something new to learn, which makes always. ongoing learning so important. So talk about learning and the, the open mind approach to learning and why listening becomes so important to learning. Absolutely. Yeah. So learning, 
whether you're five or 50, like I said, um, is there's just so much in the world in life to experience. It's never ending. Mm. You know, it's how you can embrace life with joy is through always learning something new. It keeps life interesting and exciting. And whether that's for your career and your business to develop your skills further and new ways to do things or just personal things, spirit, you know, spirituality, like you mentioned earlier, there's so much to explore there, uh, all kinds of things to explore. Now, with learning, though, as we age, get more mature and more experienced, um, there's the need to really continue to have an open mind, right? To um, There can be times where we kind of can enter into a particular subject matter and maybe we have some experience with it and we maybe we're going at a conference or something like that where we're there to learn but we might be shut down a little bit because we think we already know information to a certain degree and eh, this person doesn't have that much to offer so it could be a challenge at times to really come to an event, a person, or a situation with an open mind where think of it as like a clean slate or there's a, I think it's a Buddhist saying where you come with an empty cup. Yeah, because if you have a full cup, how are you supposed to get the additional beverage if the cup is already full? So if you come with the cup full of your knowledge and experience, you're not going to be able to have the room to gain this additional knowledge and experience. So you want to come with an empty cup so that you can get filled with this new information that's coming in. And there's always something to learn from, from somebody, from some experience, situation. Uh, it's, it's just, again, so important for your business, for your personal development. It's, uh, there's just so much in life to, to live for. Uh, it's always be learning is what I say. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, the other piece of the learning part that you have here is the listening oh yes the listening sorry <laughs> yes listening and it's not just listening um as uh, sitting there listening to someone talk because when so when someone's listening and to someone speaking whether it's someone on stage or whether it's a personal one-on-one interaction they could be thinking like oh yeah i gotta um, make sure i feed the dogs tonight. i gotta take them for a walk oh the kids i gotta pick up the kids Oh yeah, I got this to do. Oh, oh yeah, I got to do this. I got especially today with so many um, different things that we have on our plates. Uh, it's it's hard to keep attention and really active listening is so important when you're in this learning situation and in other situations too. Which is from a relationship standpoint, active listening meaning that you're present, you're engaged that you're, you're, you're fully present to take in the information that you're not being allowed, you're not allowing yourself to be distracted with all the different things that are going on in your life and that you're taking it in and especially on one-on-one conversations when there's this active listening going on that um, you, earlier in the conversation you mentioned that, you know, engaging the heart and that's important, you engage that heart center, uh, which is where really our empathetic perceptions are contained and through engaging active listening and, and utilizing that heart, that heart center, uh, having empathy and which helps create a, a deeper level of understanding of whoever it is that you're talking with. Cause now you can kind of pick up 
their feelings and emotions as to what they're talking about and then have a better understanding of where they're coming from um, as opposed to if someone you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I got to Oh yeah, I got to make a note of. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, blah blah blah. blah. Oh wait, hold on. You know, you really don't get give that person a chance to communicate to you, and uh, you don't allow for that opportunity of understanding to come through to understand where they're coming from, and and once you do have active listening in place, these interactions can become so much more positive, so much more solution oriented as opposed to. Oh, I gotta listen to this person again. Talk to me about this and this and this and that and that. That you know, especially as a business leader, um, engaging with your team uh, with a uh, through an active listening approach is it really goes a long way. It does. And I was thinking about your five element model in terms of listening, because mm-hmm. if I am passionate about the person I'm talking to let's say mm-hmm. you, right? Then I got to have the discipline to listen. Yes. Right? Yes. And so then I, I, I move down around, right? Then I got to develop the expertise of my listening. Yes. Which develops the confidence yes. to listen more, which I believe now that listening and being fully present, showing up 100%, being there, Right? Which leads to back to the passion because the more I learn about you, the more passionate I am about you. Absolutely, and also there's that aspect of faith where once you have you're having that dialogue, right? Faith that oh yeah, I believe that this person can accomplish this because now we have this deeper connection, deeper understanding, right? Yeah. Like, oh okay, I get where they're coming from. They have they're well intended. We both have the same intentions to um, solve X problem or achieve X. Um, yeah, maybe they need a little direction from me, but maybe they have a great idea that I haven't seen that certain perspective. And there's that faith, that trust that gets built uh, with that relationship. So I, I love what, how you're incorporating the five element model and seeing um, different angles, different dimensions of how it can work. That's that's awesome. Thank you. I, I it's just it just it, the book really does bring it out to me. I mean, literally everything I was reading in this book. Those five elements just kept hitting me in the face. It, it, it really did. It was it's amazing. So, which takes us to chapter four, which is your techniques and which you really break down to talents, knowledge, and skills. Yes. Right. So, yes. yeah. So, what do you have to? Here's the question you ask right out of the chapter. Um, what do you have to give with your talents, knowledge, and skills? Uh, right. So, help us understand that in terms of that. The larger, um, because you have techniques that you have to learn in in martial arts. Yes. Right? So help us understand the skills, the talents, knowledge, and skills, how that plays a role together in the business as well. Yes, absolutely. So that chapter, Discipline Techniques, uh, with martial arts, learned uh, all kinds of techniques, like you mentioned. So stances, blocks, punches, kicks, movement, stepping, all these different things. Now which takes discipline to develop that expertise, that skill, right? However, discipline techniques is where you take a certain skill and evolve it to its highest level, right? So um, in the example of martial arts, the way that would be demonstrated is through the breaking of materials. 
So certain strikes with the hands or feet uh, would be developed to a degree of where you can actually break like cement or red bricks. Um, you know, that's what I, I would do. Uh, my instructors, they could do all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> like, like, whoa, <laughs> you know, just amazing things. When um, uh, those were examples of discipline technique. So in a business context, thinking about, and there's a couple of ways to think about this, uh, but one, what sort of expertise can you develop to such a high level, such as like a service or product offering, uh, that it can be evolved to its highest level and provide maximum value? And what you have to do is that is you have to take your, um, your, the, your knowledge that you have, right, and, and um, the talent that is innate within you, and, and then you have to utilize various skills uh, that you have in order to produce this discipline technique in, in a sense. You know, knowledge is knowledge that's in your head about a, a topic, but what good is it if it's not put to use, right? And then there's certain talent. I believe I, in, in, the, in the book I use an analogy like, like design skills, right? Someone could have knowledge of art, you know, and, and how form and, and composition and light and shadows work and so forth to, you know, the, the theory behind art, right? And then um, they might have certain talents that are innate with them and that have great drawing ability or maybe this, their eye for color is just outstanding or their creative conceptual thinking is outstanding, right? It's a talent they have. So they got to, you know, couple that with that knowledge, that theoretical knowledge that they have. But then the skills, like how are they going to take that knowledge and that talent and develop skills to then produce something that's of value? And those skills, uh, for example, could be leveraging certain software programs like whether it's um, like Photoshop, for example, or there's all kinds of new programs these days. Um, but... Uh, Get, having a skill set in a, a particular application that allows you to apply that knowledge and that talent to then create something, uh, an, an end product res, result, is um, how all that comes together. And again, the more you work on that through discipline and evolve that to its highest, highest degree, then that's that discipline technique. And then I advocate those discipline techniques is where you you create your core service or product offerings. You, know, you might have a whole bunch of different offerings, but whatever your core offerings are, they should be developed to its highest potential. I you you talk about the the, the strike with the biggest impact. It takes discipline to be prepared. This is what you said. But once you encounter yes. problems, you cannot focus on the problem or obstacle in front of you. You you yes. need to look past it. You need to look beyond it. And, fo yes. and focus on creating a solution and have belief in yourself. And you, you, you make it clear. You say obstacles in life are come up all the time. right? This is why we do the discipline techniques of the, talent, yes. the, 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 the talents, the skills, and the knowledge. Because that's part of it too. Yes. Correct? That, that is. And that's that other aspect. Uh, so thank you for... Um, creating the bridge there because that's the, the second part of the discipline techniques. And this is where it gets into the example of the process that I was taught in order to break materials. 
is uh, the process uh, for what you just described. When when we're met with challenges, problems in our business or in personal lives, a lot of people tend to get fixated on that problem. Right. And they get spun out. They get super stressed, and they can't they can't solve. They they just uh, hit a block. They hit a wall, and they just can't get through it. And when I was learning how to um, develop these discipline techniques, part of it was was conditioning, right? You know, getting the hands ready, the feet ready, and so forth through certain ways of conditioning, right? But that's only half of it. The other half is in the mind where you have to have uh, faith, which is absolute certainty in yourself that you can actually accomplish this task. And then you have to apply focus and that focus has to be applied in the right spot. So with breaking like a, a brick, for example, yeah, sure, I was conditioned, but I had to believe that 100% that I'm holding this red brick. I have to believe that once I hit it, that it's going to break. I have to believe it with 100% certainty. And then I don't focus on the brick itself because if I do, even if I have that full faith that I can do it, if I'm focusing on the brick and I go to hit it, all that shock is just going to bounce right back up and go into my hand, and it really hurts. <laughs> what I have to do is focus past the brick on where I want to be. And then once I do that, coupled with my faith, the hand just goes right through. And that's what we have to do with these challenges or problems, not fixate and get spun out on that problem at hand, is, but where do you want to be? What's, what's the end result of where you want to be? And if you stay focused on that, you will be able to problem solve. You will overcome that challenge, that obstacle. You'll break through uh, 100%. Uh, it just is the, the the way that comes about. Sometimes you have to walk away and come back. Sometimes it's just coming at it with a different perspective, thought, angle, collaboration with others. And, and just as long as there isn't that fixation on the, the problem itself, um, focusing on where you want to be, if the the solution will present itself. And that is an analogy I used with my staff uh, quite a bit because uh, we had to do a lot of problem solving in our company, a digital marketing agency. And the way we we worked is we combined strategy, design, and technology to create these integrated marketing solutions, solutions uh, to help solve problems for businesses and achieve goals and objectives. So there's tons of problem solving and we were bringing solutions to the table. So this is something that I always uh, shared with others to, to help us through those times. His name is Craig Cook, author of his first book and a good one, I might add, too. Uh, Business Kung Fu, Modern Strategy, uh, Ancient Truth. You're listening to him here on A New Direction. Hey, folks, Epic Physical Therapy, their facilities offer the most advanced top-of-the-line equipment, including the Alter-G anti-gravity treadmill, the Normatec compression sleeves, and Game Ready, game ready my favorite, ice and compression all at once. That's just a few. Listen, they're, they're trained, certified, in the most comprehensive cutting-edge cutting edge treatments available, including blood flow restriction therapy, dry needling, cupping, and that's just a few. Listen, when you're ready for your Epic Relief, Epic Recovery, Epic Results, don't look any further. Go to EpicPT.com. That's EP. ICPT.com and Linda Craft Team Realtors. Listen, they are hiring, looking for maybe a uh, real estate professional like you. 
If you are in the Greater Research Triangle Park, uh, it's the Raleigh Durham Chapel Hill area, and or you're moving into the area and you go, I need a, I would love to hang my license with a team, an independent that's got training uh, that you know has really no fees at all, and that uh, I know has been a solid block in the community and in the tra- Research Triangle Park. Don't look any further. Go to Linda Craft Team Realtors. Go to lindacraft.com. Go and find, because there is a place right there. It goes, you know, learn about us. Join the team. It's lindacraft.com, L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T dot com. And we're back here on A New Direction uh, with my friend Craig Cook. Uh, business Kung Fu, uh, and we are not fighting. Uh, uh, modern Strategy, Ancient Truth, uh, Master Your Craft. Uh, Craig, I'm going to jump uh, down here. I would. I'd love to talk about training uh, and fighting the good fight. I would love to do that. I would love to, but I, I feel like, uh, and also daily business battles. By the way, these are these are just little subtopics he's got in the book. He talks about winning and losing uh, as well. But where I really want to get to is is the last three: mind, body, and spirit. And um, in chapter ten, called the mind. Um, in and because you talk about that. It all starts with the mind. The mind is incredibly powerful. And there is a cliche, it's all in the mind. And yet there is truth to that. And you'd say that the mind makes you win. Help us understand that. Yes, the mind makes you win. And that's where essentially the book is a mindset book, right? As we mentioned earlier. But the mind is such a powerful um, thing, as you just stated. And the way you utilize your mind constructively um, over time just creates your reality. And there's there's aspects of where we get in our own way through negative self-talk, that, that negative chatter in the mind that is is kind of, oh, you're not good enough, the imposter syndrome stuff, or I don't deserve this. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm no good at this, blah, 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 blah. All these things, you know, can I, can I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough. All these things that get in our own way. But if you really change your mindset and then you attack each day, every task, every endeavor with the proper mindset, uh, it will take you, to extreme areas of, of success. You know, the mind, that's what I mean by the mind makes you win. And also the mind, leveraging the mind to really formulate ideas and, and creative approaches to solving problems, to creating value. You know, every I, I mentioned everything starts with a thought. Everything that's in existence was a thought first. You know, all these books that are on your shelf and my shelf, they all begin with thoughts. The, the bookshelf itself was a thought in someone's mind that was then created. These computers, the internet, all these were just thoughts. Um, but they became a reality through um, a focused application of the mind in, in action. And the mind directs energy. Uh, our world is made of everything of energy, frequency, and, and vibration. And um, this is a little, gets into a little esoteric area here, but uh, I'm a Qigong practitioner, which is tied to martial arts, and, and that's energy skill. And I like to 
frame it up as everything is information expressed as energy vibrating at various frequencies. And there's, there's the way the mind works, it, it actually guides and directs energy, qi, as the Chinese refer to it, um, that could be utilized, in, whether in a martial context or a medical context or a spiritual context. And, and in a business context, just the way you go about your day and thinking about things, it's very powerful. The mind's just just an amazing, amazing thing that just uh, really, at the end of the day, it, it creates your reality and makes you win. Uh, beautifully spoken and said, yeah, how we talk to ourselves, what we throw out there, we don't really understand the power of our words very well that come out of mm-hmm. our mind. And, you know, I know that the, you know, there is the biblical phrase, hold every thought captive. It's really important because what you think will guide what you're going to say. And those things speak or create create for us. That moves me to the body, uh, which you say the human body is incredibly amazing. Totally agree. Uh, and yes. is the most sophisticated, highly sophisticated machine in existence. Talk about the body and business uh, connection. Sure. So the body could be used as a source of inspiration in setting up your business. The body itself has so many systems that work without us even thinking about it. You know, you have the nervous system, the digestive system, uh, reproductive system. A muscular system, skeletal system, uh, endocrine system, that all these different systems that function without us even thinking about it, right? And that's if, if you can develop your business with its various departments and systems of operations to where things are happening naturally so that the work is being effective and without people really not having to think about it, they're just executing and going through processes and they're not having to really think about it that much. It's more the mind power is spent in other areas and like problem solving, but these systems are just natural and, and, and working like the body does, then that is going to be a highly effective money-making machine. Beautiful. Then finally, the spirit, and you say the human spirit is extraordinary. It uh, mm-hmm. ultimately, it is ultimately what gets you through it all. Uh, and yes. it, it is normally when you're at your wit's end, against the wall, and at the end of your row that your spirit gets you through it all. It what breaks through the wall of fear. Talk to us about the spirit of, of ourselves and the importance into our business and growth. Yes. So- so um, our spirit is, as you stated, is what gets us through our hardest times. It's that the warrior spirit that rises to the occasion. And when we're faced with um, our darkest night, it's our spirit that helps us to persevere and overcome. And there's uh, uh, the th- spirit could be thought of as like uh, our thoughts and emotions, the mind-heart connection. And there's other aspects of spirit, too. But uh, it's, it's what really gets us through. When we're put to the test, and as entrepreneurs, we're all put to the test. It's our spirit that is what gets us through. And you can see that in all kinds of examples in life. Um, I was actually just, I think I've even mentioned in the book, too, like the boxing analogy. I just happened to see a, 
um, some clips of a boxing match on social media this morning and how the this fighter got knocked down and he was like expected to lose, but he got up and, and he ended up overcoming and it was his spirit because he shouldn't have won. He should have, should have stayed down on the mat, but it was his spirit that got him to rise to the occasion. And, um, and yeah, that's just a good analogy for the, what you have to be in business. You can't stay down on the mat, knock down. It's your spirit that gets you up and helps you overcome whatever this greatest challenge is that you face. We've done an hour. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it was, I mean, this has been so much fun. I've I've enjoyed having you on. I I could talk about I could talk more with you about this at least another hour, uh, if right. not more. Um, but I've really enjoyed this. Um, hope, you. Hopefully, you have. Uh, oh yeah. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. Reach out if they want more information and they want to pick up a book. Maybe they want a signed copy by you. Oh, sure. Okay. So the, the book is available on Amazon in paperback, hardcover, Kindle format. Thank you for continuing to show it. I appreciate that. Uh, and hopefully it'll be out on other channels. Um, it's a whole new world to me uh, with uh, books and, you know, getting it out there. It's very interesting, but very fun. Uh, but for right now, it's on Amazon. Uh, yeah, if someone wanted to get an autographed copy, then reach out to me and we'll figure something out. The way you can get in contact with me is uh, the two best ways is one through my website, and that's at c2pro.io. That's the letter C, then squared spelled out pro.io, so c2pro.io. Uh, there's a form on there. Uh, I'll get the information, and I monitor it. Um, and then also LinkedIn. I can easily be found on LinkedIn at just Craig Cook, uh, but that's Cook with an E at the end, C-O-O-K-E. Uh, so LinkedIn slash in slash Craig Cook. And I actively uh, monitor that as well. So those are the two best ways. I'm on social media uh, channels, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, all that stuff. But um, to really get in touch with me, those are the two best ways. Awesome. Craig, thank you. Stay with me, please. Folks, this okay. is well, the show. You know what I say to you every week. You're in control of three things. Your attitude, your effort, and your resiliency. I know that circumstances can be tough. I know that things can be difficult. But you can still control your positive attitude. It's how you respond to what's in front of you. Not, not anything else. It's up to you. And you know what? Your effort is your excellence. Choose how excellent you want to be today by your effort. And you know what? As Craig said, everybody gets knocked down. It's up to you to get back up again. That's your resiliency. Take advantage of those three things. You always have them in your control. You know what? I'm going to be back next week with another great guest. This could be another great book, which means it's automatically going to be another great show. As I say to you all over the world, you had lots of choices. You chose us. Thank you. Give us a positive thumbs up on YouTube, wherever you're listening. You know what? Give us a positive review. As I say to you all over the world, you know what that is. Ciao, everybody. Dreams will take you places you have never been before Find your passion, find your strength